Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. This month, we've been talking a lot about exhaustion because it's the perfect summary for how we are all feeling. But in this episode, we're going to recommend just one single thing we want you to do before the school year ends because it is the one most important thing you can do to set yourself up for success at the start of the next school year. But before we do that, we're going to listen to a TSH from Rebecca or Becky. Hello, ladies. I know I can't be alone in this. I've been teaching for 10 years now, but still find the end of the year so overwhelming. I have to finish planning, finalize grades, go through student cumulative folders, and plan the end of the year events, which means packing my classroom and getting ready for the next year is the last thing on my mind. Any tips you have are greatly appreciated. Okay, we're going to be snappy with this. So first, have a checklist, which yes. I'm just going to plug our digital planners, which are currently the new school year, the 2023 to 2024 school year is available in our store, teachyonthedouble.com slash store. We have an end of the year checklist. I think that that helps you know like what next step you need to take. The second thing I'm going to recommend is have your students help with as much as possible, especially when it comes to like packing up your classroom. I know they can't help with like finalizing grades, but as much as they can help with, have them help because it makes it so much easier. And then keep those activities and those events that you're planning very simple so that you don't spend a lot of time trying to prepare for them. And then ultimately, we're going to go into the last one in this episode. So I'll just wait for that one. I'm definitely not going to add a ton more to that. The only thing that I will say is that when you're thinking about all of the events that you have going on for the month, make sure that you're sitting down with your monthly view for your calendar, really Mm. looking at what are the events that you have going on and start to space out what you need to have accomplished. So like if you know report cards are coming up, but you also have report cards, assessments, cumulative folders all due on the same day, you need to create separate deadlines. So that way you can space it out and not feel as though it is like overwhelming you because you're trying to do all of them at one time. Yeah, obviously be as proactive as possible. And I think that's a great tip, Bridget, of like looking at your calendar. Thanks. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Bridget, because Uh I was recently at Costco and I saw something and it got me thinking. They sell these like emergency disaster kits. Have you ever bought one or like created one at home? I mean... (laughs) Well, I I did finally get a fire extinguisher after a poor little squirrel was cooked in my basement. <laughs> and she literally means cooked. It was it like was smoking. <laughs> it was in my, I don't know, like water. What is that thing called? The big water tub thing. <laughs> like the water heater? Thank you. Yeah. But it, it got stuck in like the pipings and things like that because it climbed into the chimney and it just was stuck and it was cooked. Like it was, I thought the house was burning down and no, it was just a squirrel that was cooking I in mean, my basement. I think some good so came out of it. So I have a fire hydrant. I, I have a fire say, hydrant now. I have two actually. You mean a fire extinguisher? <laughs> oh, a hydrant that's is outside. <laughs> but yes. Wow. A fire extinguisher is something everyone should have on hand. I have one both here at home, like in my house and also one in my car because 
my grandfather, it's kind of sad, but when I was in college, he got in Mm -hmm. a really bad car accident and his car caught on fire and he was like kind of basically stuck in there. He ended up having to have his leg amputated from the burns, but it's one of those things where after that happened and he survived, um, but everyone in our family got a fire extinguisher to have like in our glove box. So if something like that happened, you could like get to it and be able to put out the fire. But, um, anyway, with these types of kits like these like emergency disaster Mm -hmm. kits I feel like you always look back after something has happened and you're like man I really wish I had that but then it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it so that brings us to today's episode which is all about being proactive yeah so we're gonna walk you through a one kit box that you need to create to help you feel organized and ready for the next school year And we're going to keep this super snappy because we know you don't have a lot of extra time this school year to be, you know, not only listening, but then you have to put this into action. So amen. this episode is going to be short. That way you can immediately start taking some of these steps and getting them done. So let's start with what is the base of your kit? Like what is your kit being stored in? Bridget, what have you stored this kit in? Yeah, so it, it's varied every single year, but rolling utility cart is a great way to help organize items and be able to move them around easily. It's like a cube box that has an option of having like a lid and then it sits on wheels so that you can extend the handle just like a luggage and then roll it around. What do you do? So I typically use just like a Sterilite tub and you know those like big tubs. I wish I knew how many gallons they were, but they're like the big ones that are like half of your size. It's like 25 or something. Yeah. So I had one of those, but it was half of the depth of that. So it was the same, like the lid Mm -hmm. would fit on either tub, but it wasn't as deep. And mine was actually this like light blue color because when I was in college, I had gotten all of these Sterilite tubs in order to move in and out of my dorm room. And my like theme in my college dorm, it was black and white not surprising. And then my comforter had these like light blue little birds on it. So I had this like light blue tub. And after college, I repurposed it for my classroom for this like back to school kit. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Now, as you're thinking about what do you want to use for the base of your kit, you might want to select the actual container last after you see how much stuff needs to fit inside of it so that you can uh, pick an appropriate size bin. We are going to head into a break. And then when we come back, Michelle, Michelle's going to get us started with what starts to go inside of our kit. We have an exciting announcement. We have a new baby. Actually, we have twins. That's right. The new Google Slides and tablet digital planners for the 2023-2024 school year are now available. Hopefully we didn't freak you out too much with that announcement. But if you've listened for a while, you knew exactly what we meant when we said baby. Yeah. Now, thankfully, these planners actually take away stress instead of adding stress like a real baby does because you can download it now and start preparing for the next school year. Plus, speaking of school, our planners don't go to college, so they're very affordable. (laughs) But seriously, if you want to grab a digital planner, you can head over to teachingonthedouble.com slash store and choose your preferred style. And don't forget that we also have templates and stickers that you can add into your planner to make your baby even more beautiful. And now back to the episode. 
All right, so once you have either selected your container or if you're gonna save that for last, sit down, you need to make a list of everything that needs to go inside. And we kind of broke this into two categories. The first category of materials are going to be for classroom setup. So that's gonna include, for example, cleaning supplies. Like you might wanna put a tub of wet wipes in there and maybe a duster. I always loved like the Swiffer dusters because mm-hmm. you could easily change them out when needed because we know when we get back into our classroom in the fall, it is a hot mess and there is dust everywhere, even though they've done a deep clean. I know. It is still not clean. Then you want some of those like basic office supplies that you need while setting up your classroom. So for example, a stapler, because I knew I always like to start to get like my bulletin board set up. You also probably want a staple remover. And I always liked the flat ones. So not the little grabby handily kind of looking ones, but it was like a flat piece that you would put under the staple and then just pull out and it would pop it out from like bulletin boards. That was always super handy. And a lot of them were magnetic at the tip. So it would actually like hold on to the staple. Ooh, that's nice. Glorious. And then I always wanted some tape and I typically did just like clear packaging tape. I mean, scotch tape was okay, but I felt like packaging tape was better for most things. And then a pair of scissors. Those are what I would call the basics. From there, you might also want to consider having some of those most important items for your desk or items that you really want to protect. So if y'all have seen my videos, you know my like black and white striped pen caddy, which I have two of them, one at home, one at school. I loved that thing. And so that always went in my back to school kit so that I could put it on my desk because as soon as I saw it on my desk, it made me happy (laughs) and I could make sure it didn't get damaged at all. Something else you might want to add in there would be like technology cords. Most Mm -hmm. of those probably belong to the school and you left them in place at the end of the school year. But if you have any that don't belong to the school, for example, I had this like extra long cord because I would move my monitor to a different part of my desk and the main cord didn't stretch that far. So I had gone on Amazon and gotten a longer cord. So I would typically bring that with me because I didn't want to chance it like getting taken or moved or anything like that. And then I always had like various charging cords around my room and I would put all of those in the back to school kit. I also would have materials for bulletin boards. So personally, I always used fabric. Like I would get bulk felt from like Walmart. Mm -hmm. And that was the background of my bulletin board. I loved it because I could fold it up and keep it right in the bin, which if it is fabric and it's going to like crinkle and get little wrinkles in it, you might want a handheld steamer and put that in the box as well. That way you can steam them out before you put up. You're going to want your border. I personally always used Bordet because it came in a roll so I could fit it Mm -hmm. in the box versus the border strips where I couldn't fit it without like bending them. And then I always had like little baggies of letters. I kept my bulletin boards pretty much the same every year. So at the end of the year, when I had to take them down, I would create a baggie with the letters for that board. And I would like write on Sharpie on the bag, like what bulletin board it was for. But that way they were all together in one place. Keep in mind, you don't need to set up the entire board. It's really just that like foundation. So I always like to get the background and the border and like the title up and I was good to go. And then a few other things just to consider, you might want like blank name tags or 
cubby tags or locker tags if you aren't going to print them. I personally always made just like a Google Slides file and printed it with student Mm -hmm. names. But if you're going to use like old school name tags where you write on them, you could have a set already in that kit. You could also have student materials that you're going to label such as folders or notebooks. Or if your students are going to bring those, maybe you just store the labels that you're going to put on front. But that way they are already there ready to go so that it's one less thing you have to prep during back to school time. Yeah. So as you're talking about that, we're getting ready for PSSA testing. And so this past week, I've been taking down my bulletin boards and then I've been putting them in Ziploc bags and then labeling what board it is. So it just... I'm already doing it, guys. I'm doing it. So the next thing that you can add into your tub is are going to be the first week plans or materials. So these are going to be activities that are copied, or if you have an idea of what you're already going to teach, go ahead and just make a class set or have those in a folder ready to go or you can just place them into the original copy into your bin and then have it easily accessible so that you can make copies at the start of the year. This is especially helpful if you have like a certain number of copies that you're able to make or if you have a lot of them left over, get it done now, guys. Save those copies. Um, You can also add books that you're going to use for different read alows. Pull those books that you know that you're going to have. For example, I really love reading Library Mouse at the start of every year. And so having that ready to go along in order for me to create those anchor charts like in my bin is incredibly helpful. You can have anchor chart materials. So if you add um, glue to like titles and then you can just like paste them onto your anchor charts, that is a really nice kind of different way for you to build them. Um, And it just makes it so much easier. And you can have those laminated and inside of a bag so that you can quickly access them and easily make your anchor charts at the start of any year. And then of course, like any games that you might play at the start of the year, you can also have these stored into baggies and place those into your box and ready to go. It always just seems like at the end of the year, I have a better understanding and perspective of what I did at the beginning of the year versus me trying to have like all that time over the summer where I've not thought about it at all. And then I show up to school and I'm like, what did I do? (laughs) Where do I go with these children at the start of the year? So if you have some brain capacity now, definitely spend some time and pull those resources and have it inside of your kit. So now we are on to the last part, which is where do you store your kit? I know personally, I always brought mine home with me over the summer because during the summer there was no air conditioning and I didn't want anything to get damaged sitting in the heat in my classroom. For example, if I have that pen caddy, I feel like certain markers and things can like dry out if they're just sitting in the heat. And I personally brought mine home, but Bridget, I'm curious, what did you do with yours? Yeah. In years past, I would just keep my box at school and then just have it labeled like with really colorful papers so that I could just easily quickly like find it in my classroom. However, I am reconsidering that um, because this year my school does not have like a true AC. It has a cooling unit. So it does get really, really hot and humid inside of my classroom. Yeah. And I was thinking another idea, depending on where you live, because again, like that whole temperature control, but it could be where you put it in the trunk of your car and just leave it in the Mm -hmm. trunk of your car so you can get to it from home if you need to, but it doesn't take up space. And then I was even thinking you could maybe have 
a box that stays at school and one that comes home. I like, was just thinking that too, or even just having some room in your kit because as yes. you go through the summer, if you find things that you're like, oh, I really like this. Here's a new book that I found. You can just yes. throw it into the kit versus you having to like have it all piled up around your house because nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, that that's a great tip. Def- definitely leave yourself some room to grow. Whatever you just you decide. I was trying to say choose and decide at the same time. You have to choose. Um, (laughs) Whatever you decide, just make sure you know where that kit is and can easily get access to it when you do get back into your classroom at the end of summer. For example, you don't want it locked in a cabinet where you then have to wait for someone like maybe the custodian to come open the cabinet before you get started. Like that defeats the purpose of having the kit. The kit is meant to help jumpstart that classroom setup. So a couple quick tips we wanted to throw in at the end. Tip number one, tape a checklist to the underside of the lid so you know what all you keep in that box. It will make your life much easier the next year when you need to reassemble the kit. All you have to do is reference that checklist and put all of the things inside. The second tip is to keep in mind that some items could be kind of permanently stored in that box or in that kit. For example, you might have a separate stapler and a separate pair of scissors that you just leave in that kit so you don't have to worry about it. Or if you don't want to have duplicates, of course, you can always pack up those items like as you clean your room. Like those could be some of the last things that you put in there. You just have to find what works for you. And then finally, tip number three, because we know you don't have a lot of time. We already heard about that from the TSH. Consider having a volunteer come and make copies for the beginning of the year plans. Or if you can't find a volunteer, at least batch them. Like go to the Mm -hmm. copier once and be able to queue all of those copies, which means you have to be organized enough to know what you need copies of. But again, if you can get this in place one year, the next year becomes much easier because you just have to duplicate what you had already done. Yeah, for sure. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and just really pulling together this kit. If you do make a kit, make sure to tag us on Instagram, Pocketful of Primary, The Lettered Classroom, Teaching on the Double. Let us know what you're placing inside of it or give us a little view of it. We would love to see your kit for the beginning of the school year. Um, If you have not heard already, be sure to check out our website, teachingonthedouble.com. Right now, the 23-24 Uh, digital planners are officially available. So you guys can go and grab those now, get a head start on creating your plans so that way you feel excited and ready to enjoy all of your summer versus thinking about what you're gonna be doing at the beginning of the school year. And while you're there on our website, make sure that you submit your TSH. We would love to know what is your time sucking hurdle. And if you have not already, subscribe to the podcast. It's totally free and it'll make sure that our episodes are in your feed first thing on Thursday mornings. And we would love for you to take the time to leave us a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers. And we just like hearing from you guys. So until next time, be timely, stay organized and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.